I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. It's easier to take a punch when you know it's coming than when you don't know it's coming. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Many people have asked me, Dre, do you do any form of coaching? The answer is yes. I have two coaching programs open, as a matter of fact. First, my one-on-one coaching program is my third day mastermind. For those of you who want one-on-one personalized attention, where it's just you and I, we talk specifically about your goals, your challenges, where you want to go business professional-wise, where you're trying to get to, where you're at, what type of changes need to happen, whether those are tangible changes, intangible changes, starting with the being, then the doing. Of course, we got to get to the measurable havings. That is in my third day mastermind. My other coaching program is my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is my group coaching program where I will help you have clear, duplicatable systems for yourself and for your business and the discipline to execute. And I will help you make sure you have all of that stuff in place in 30 days or less. And then you're going to stick around the program, even when you have your systems in place so that you can build your network so that you can connect with other people so that you can trade for services so that you can make those phone calls and send a text message and get problems handled that you otherwise don't need to be handling yourself or would not be able to handle yourself. That is in my group program called the Bulletproof Mastermind. You can get information and join either program by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com for my one-on-one coaching or my group coaching program. For one-on-one, you hop on a Zoom call with me so we can talk about who you are, where you're at, and how we can get started. And the group coaching program, you can sign up right there on the website right now. Both programs, all information, all details, and get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you're expecting to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, strategies, mindsets, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how much fight do you have? This is a question. This is not a statement. It is a question. How much fight do you have for you to get to where you want to go? Before I get into this, let me tell you, as I do every day, I send out a daily motivation text every single day straight to your phone, free of charge, a message that is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. If you would like to receive it, and I want you to receive it. All you got to do is text me at the same number that I'm going to be texting you from. Here's a number, 
888-646-6894. Send me a text at that number right now. Every day you're going to get a daily motivation text straight from me. And that is me that is texting so that you can respond to those texts. You can actually be talking directly to me. Text me again at that number 305-384-6894. Let's get into this topic. We're talking about how much fight you have. When I introduce this show every single day, you hear me say it. The mental toughness to keep showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expect to achieve is yet to be achieved. That's the third work on your game pillar, mental toughness. And what is mental toughness? My definition of mental toughness is the measure of how much you can keep going even when things are not working. How far will you keep going even though you're not getting the results that you want? How much are you willing to keep fighting for the outcome that you want to achieve even though fighting up to this point has failed to produce the desired result? Understand that people who win in life are not necessarily the most talented people. They are not necessarily the people with the most resources. The winners in life, because sometimes people who win do have a lot of talent and sometimes people who win do have a lot of resources, but not that's not the thing that makes them win because there are people who don't have a lot of talent and don't have a lot of resources who win anyway. Can we agree? But one thing I tell you that all people who win in life have in common is that they continue to fight even when things are not going their way, because I don't care who a person is, how talented they are, how much resources they have at their disposal or how much help you they get or you think they're getting from the outside looking in because you never know the full story of what somebody else is going through unless you are walking in their shoes. So oftentimes you make assumptions about how easy it is for another person because we're comparing it to how hard it is for us. And we're usually wrong. Everybody goes through stuff. Everybody has to go through some third days. Everybody has to eat some shit sandwiches to achieve success. Everybody, regardless of, again, how easy it might look from the outside looking in when you're watching them, they have to go through shit too. You just might not know about it. And it might not look like the same shit that you're going through because it's probably not, but they had to deal with it. And maybe if they're at the pro level, like I talked about in episode 931, they can make it look easier than it actually is. But understand everybody has to go through something. So everybody in life who wins had to go through some shit. And by the way, everybody in life who loses has to go through some shit. So since you're going to go through some shit anyway, you might as well win after you go through it. The winners in life are the people who keep going even when they're going through the shit. Today, we're going to find out through a series of questions, open-ended questions, how much fight you have, because this will determine how far you're going to go when and as you go through the shit in life. Point number one, topic once again is how much fight do you have? Number one, how many punches can you take? It is inevitable that life is going to do its best to fuck you up. Let me say that again, just in case you didn't hear me. Life is going to do its best to fuck you up. In other words, to make things hard for you, to make you eat shit sandwiches, to force you into and through third days, life is going to throw its best shots at you. And the further you go and the closer you get to achieving your success, to to achieving your wins and victories in life, the more of the shit you're going to have to go through, the more shit sandwiches you're going to have to eat, the more third days you're going to face, the more life is going to try to fuck you up, the more punches life is going to throw at you. It will throw wrenches in your strategies. It will force you to go left when you planned to go right. It will destroy your best laid plans and force you to compromise on the fly. All of these things are guaranteed to happen. I'm not predicting. I'm telling you that these things are going to happen. And depending on how much life you've lived up to this point, you've already had this happen. So this is not even this is not even a prediction or a guarantee. You already know you're nodding your head because you've been through it. Some of you are going through it right now. Understand that you cannot prevent this. And you should not attempt to avoid it. Don't try to avoid 
the shit that life is going to throw at you. The only way to avoid it is to not be alive. I don't think that's a good option for you. So don't try to prevent this. Don't try to avoid it. Just understand that the blows are coming. The punches, life is going to throw punches at you. Your job is just to be braced to take the punches. Okay. Because it's easier to take a punch when you know it's coming than when you don't know it's coming. I'm not an expert on boxing, but what I've heard and read is that it's the punch that you don't see coming that knocks you out more than a strong punch. If someone's a really, really hard hitter, as long as you know they're about to hit you, you got a better chance of surviving that punch than you get hit by somebody who hits half as hard, but you didn't see it coming. It's the one that you don't see that destroys you the worst. So just because I'm telling you, life is going to throw its blows at you. It's going to try to fuck you up. As long as you know that, now you can be braced for those punches and you can better deal with them, even though it's still going to hurt when you get hit. When you know the blows are coming, you can brace for them. One of those blows, and listen, sometimes you can see the blow coming, know that it's coming, be prepared for it to come and still take that blow or a combination of those punches and it will knock you down anyway. Just because you see a punch coming doesn't mean it won't knock you down. All right, the punch can knock you down. The question is, are you going to get up? That's the question in life. Not, will you get knocked down? Not, the question is not, will or if you're going to get knocked down. The question is, when are you going to get knocked down? Then the question to follow that up with is, are you going to get up? How quickly do you get up? And when you get up, will you get up and be standing on solid legs? Are you going to be a little bit wobbly and life just throw a couple more punches at you, knock you down all over again? Will you get up when you get knocked down? I guarantee you're going to get knocked down. And again, depending on how much life you have lived up to this point, you've been knocked down. And we all have different levels of getting knocked down, but we all been knocked down. And what I want you to keep in mind here and why getting up matters so much, because to quote a rapper from Philadelphia named Beanie Siegel, if you lay down, you stay down. So will you get up when you take those blows from life? Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how much fight do you have? This is a question, not an answer. How many punches can you give? Understand something. Just because life is throwing punches at you doesn't mean you can't hit it back. I mean, if you're not hitting back, then eventually you become you become more of a victim. All right? You're allowed to fight back. Now, you don't have to be a, a violent person. You could be the most peaceful person on the planet. But if someone is physically attacking you, then you got a right to physically attack back. And if life is attacking you, you got a right to hit back. If life is pushing you around, you need to push back. Because if you don't push back, it's just going to keep pushing you around. It becomes a bully and you become the victim. I don't think you want that kind of relationship. How many punches are you willing to give back to life? People who win in life take the blows, they get up, they take the punches, and they throw punches back. People who win in life are willing to hit back. Napoleon Hill and one of his series of lectures, and all of his lectures, by the way, Napoleon Hill, for those who don't know, he's the author of Think and Grow Rich. He also wrote one of my favorite books, The Law of Success. Think and Grow Rich was kind of derived from The Law of Success. You should definitely listen to, listen to or read both of those books. But you can find probably both of them. Actually, you would definitely find both of them out of print on, on Google or Audible or uh, not even Audible. Audible, you had to pay for it. But on Google, on YouTube, on any of your streaming platforms, look up the name Napoleon Hill and you'll see all of his stuff. He has super long lectures, his books, his courses. All of that stuff is out of print, which means nobody has legal ownership of it, which means anybody could actually go print it themselves and sell it. And you can go listen to it completely for free or read it completely for free. But Napoleon Hill, in one of his lectures that I, I've listened to, I listened to all of his lectures over and over again. And one of the one of the lectures he did early in the lecture, he talks about this, that some people in life, when life starts to push them around, they don't push back. They don't hit back. They let life knock them down. They don't get up. And they never fight back against life. And then they wonder why they're not successful. You got to be willing to push back on life. Robert Kiyosaki, 
And this is the book that I give the most credit to for opening my mind about entrepreneurship called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And the opening chapter of the book in this allegorical tale where he's talking about how his rich dad was teaching him about business was explaining to him that many of because actually let me back and give you a little bit of the an anecdote about what Robert Kiyosaki and his rich dad was talking about. He was a, a young kid and he got a job working for his best friend's father. His best friend's father owned a bunch of businesses. One of them was like a, a general store, a grocery store. So Robert, young Robert as a kid, he's maybe, I don't know, eight, nine years old, something like that. He's working in the grocery store for maybe a week or two. And all he's doing is cleaning off shelves, you know, wiping off cans, stuff like that, little menial tasks. And the reason that he took the job is because his rich dad, his best friend's dad, told him that if you work for me, I will. I don't think he was even paying him money. He was either paying him a little bit of money or no money at all. But the real reason Robert wanted to work there is because his rich dad was going to teach him about business. He was going to teach him everything he knew about business. So his first job was to go work in his general store. So he worked there for a certain period of time. And young Robert started to get frustrated because he's doing all this work. And it's this menial work that he's not really you know, getting any information. He didn't even get a chance to sit down and talk to this guy that said, if you work for me, I'm a mentor. You. He didn't do any mentoring yet. So Robert's kind of pissed off. Again, he's a young kid. So he finally goes to his boss, his best friend's dad, and says, hey, you told me you were going to mentor me and you haven't taught me anything yet. And he was really frustrated on the verge of tears talking to this, this grown man. And the grown man explains to him, well, you already got your first lesson. And Robert couldn't understand. What do you mean? He said, well, the first lesson is in life, when you're in a situation that you don't like or you're dealing with a situation that you do not want, you need to learn how to fight back. You need to learn how to push back. You need to learn how to speak up and stand up for yourself and let life know or the situation or the person know, hey, I do not like what's going on right now. And what his rich dad told him in that exact moment was, Many people don't like doing the kind of job that you've been doing, young kid. A lot of people don't like doing this kind of job. They don't like not getting paid more than a certain amount of money. They don't like being you know, consigned to this, this role in life where they're doing this menial task that they know is not that super important and not making a lot of money from it. But most people, in uh, contrast to you, young Robert, they don't say anything. They just put their head down. And they just keep doing that same job over and over again, even though they don't like it even though they don't like the money, even though they know it's not really making that much of an impact for them or anybody else. And they just keep doing the job and they never say anything. They never push back against the circumstance that they're put in. So the first lesson that Robert's rich dad was teaching him in the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which you should read yourself if you have not read already, was when you don't like the situation, fight back. So this is what we're talking about here in point number two. Are you willing to fight back when you don't like the situation? Are you willing to speak up? When you don't like the situation, are you willing to do something and use your imagination to change the situation when things are not working? Are you willing to push for what you what you want in life or are you meekly accepting what is handed to you? Because maybe nothing could be handed to you in the first. Nothing could have been handed to you at all. And this is where you got to. This is a kind of a mentally a way that you got to decide how you want to look at the situation, because. You could look at the situation and say, well, I shouldn't complain about having this menial job that doesn't pay me enough money because it could be worse. I could have no job and not be making any money. And while logically, factually, that is true. You could have no job and not be making any money. That doesn't mean you should accept something that you don't want. That's the way that I look at it. I'm not telling you that you're wrong for looking at it in a way like, well, I could have no job and not be making anything. But that doesn't mean you should accept something that you don't want. 
accepting something that you don't want under the premise of, well, it could be worse. All right. All you're doing is justifying a situation that you don't even want. So you are owning it. Basically, you're buying and selling to yourself the situation that you don't even want and coming up with a justification, a rationalization that makes it sound OK. And this is what most people do in life. This is exactly what Robert Green, Robert Green, excuse me, Robert Kiyosaki's rich dad was telling him in the book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. This is in the first chapter of the book. You don't like the situation. So you come up with a rationalization that makes it seem OK so that you can stay there and maintain your sanity. And before you know it, 10 years gone by, 20 years have gone by and you're still in the same situation because you came up with a story that made it OK. How about you come up with a story that makes it not OK? Your choice. I mean, I'm not telling you that you're wrong for thinking the way that you're thinking, but I'm just offering you some other opportunities, some other ways of looking at the situation. Are you willing to fight back or will you just accept what's handed to you simply because you could have not handed anything to you, not have had anything handed to you? Better way of saying it. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, how much fight do you have? And this is something that you need to know and the people around you need to know as well. And something that I, I've talked about, should have said this in the intro. Any people that I'm around in any way, especially back in, in my sports days, I want to know how much fight my teammates had. I want to know how much trash can you talk to them while you're beating them before they kind of lose it mentally. Are they going to start playing better? Are they going to step their game up? Are they, going to, are they going to play harder? Are they going to start bitching and complaining? Are they going to quit? Are they going to give up? Are they going to stop trying? I want to know what happens when someone gets into a, a challenging situation. How deeply, how deep into that challenging situation can a person go before they quit? Or what happens when they get into a challenging situation? Do they push back? Do they fight back? Or do they just stand there and take it? Do they lay down and never get up? Do they lay down and stay down? What happens when someone gets into a challenging situation? I want to know that about any person who's around me. How much fight do you have? Point number three here. Now it's point number three. Paradox about having fight in any aspect of life is this. The more you are willing to fight, the less you will have to fight. It's interesting, right? Because when you're willing to fight, when you're willing to defend yourself, when you're willing to stand up for what you want, when you are willing to speak up for what you want, people and life will learn this, this about you and they will learn to just move out of your way. They will stop putting obstacles in your way because they know that you're going to move them out of the way. And what life will do and what people will do is they'll go mess with someone who's not going to fight back. They'll go mess with someone who's not going to push back with someone who just meekly accepts what is handed to them, even though it's less than what they want, but they're not going to push back. Okay, we'll just use them then. And we'll just squeeze all the equity out of them. We won't bother this person over here because they're going to say something. Let's just mess with the people, not even mess with, but let's just use up the people who don't care that they're being used. But the people who will push back, life will eventually stop putting you in positions where you need to push back and they'll just get out of your way and let you do what you want to do. Why? Why would life so easily get out of your way and let you do what you want to do? Simply because there are so few people like you who are willing to push back that they're okay with allowing a few people to slip through the cracks, people like you. Because so many other people will just accept anything that it doesn't matter. They're not losing much by letting you go. It's not even worth the effort to fight back against you. Jordan Peterson touched on this in the first chapter of his book, 12 Rules for Life. Really good book on philosophy. But something for you to keep in mind, just think about this logically. Bullies don't like having to beat people up. See, some of you might have thought bullies, just, bullies are people who go around and just beat people up. Not really. No, bullies really do. Bullies don't want to mess with people that they're going to have to fight because beating somebody up requires effort and energy and, and time. Now, you got to actually put the, exert the energy to beat somebody up. Bullies really just want to intimidate somebody who's scared of fighting so that they can get whatever they want without having to exert any energy. So if you show a bully that they're going to have to beat you up, even if they're capable of doing it, they probably won't do it simply because it'd be much easier to mess with somebody who's scared to fight. 
And this is the metaphor that I'm using for life. When you're willing to fight back, the bully doesn't bother you as much simply because they don't want to have, they don't want a tough victory, even though they might be able to beat you. They don't want a tough victory. They want an easy victory. Easy victory is one with no blood is shed at all. No shots are fired. The bully likes to threaten to beat somebody up and get an easy victory off a person who is not willing to meet the challenge. When you're willing to challenge a bully, they will leave you alone. Again, not because necessarily they couldn't beat you up if they wanted to, but because it'd be much easier to threaten and intimidate somebody who won't make them prove it. So if you make them prove it, then they'll leave you alone because they don't want to prove it. Either they're incapable or they just don't feel like it. Why even bother with you when they get an easy one? Why work hard to get an outcome over here when I could do no work and get the same outcome over there? I mean, this is, this is just logical, simple. This is just a simple business idea, simple business move, business decision. So this is the paradox about having fight in life is that the more you are willing to fight back, the less you will have to. Let's recap today's class, which is how much fight do you have? This is the third pillar to work on your game philosophy, mental toughness to keep showing up, keep putting yourself out there, even when things are not working in your favor. Understand that winners in life are not necessarily highly talented or necessarily resourced. It's just that they're the people who continue to fight even when shit is not going their way because everybody faces situations in life when shit is not going their way. So I know this applies to everybody who wins. It also applies to the losers, by the way. Point number one, how many punches can you take? It's inevitable that life will do its best to fuck you up. It will throw wrenches in your strategies, force you to go in a different direction, destroy your best laid plans. You cannot prevent this. Do not try to avoid it. Just know that the blows are coming so that you can take them. And if you lay down, you stay down. Be willing to get up when you get knocked down. Point number two. How many punches can you give? People who win in life are willing to take the blows and get up, but they also hit back. Napoleon Hill talked about this in his lectures. Robert Kiyosaki talked about this in Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Many people in life take the blows and get knocked down by life, and they just accept it. They don't even try to fight back. People who win in life are willing to fight back against the circumstance when they don't like the circumstance. Do not rationalize and come up with a story in your mind that makes it okay to stay in a circumstance that you don't like simply because it could be worse. You're right. It could be worse, but it also could be better. And you got to be willing to fight back in order to make it better. Point number three, paradox about having fight in any aspect of life is that the more willing to fight you are, the less you will actually have to fight. Bullies don't like having to beat people up because that requires energy. They'd rather just threaten to beat somebody up and get everything that they want without having to actually prove it. When you force life to prove that it will beat you up, then usually it will stop bothering you simply because you can get a lot more easy victories against everybody else out there, all the masses out there who are not willing to fight back. As long as you're willing to challenge the bully, they will leave you alone, not because they can't beat you, because they don't want to have to prove it. Make them prove it. All this said, text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, keep you focused, sharp, and on point every single day from now until. And if you want to get into my Bulletproof Mastermind program, that's where I do a live training on mindset and on business every single week. We handle everybody's challenges, handle everybody's questions. Everyone gets personalized direct attention. We have a members-only community where all your challenges, all your products, all your programs, we will work through, figure out what you're working on, make sure your frameworks are in point, make sure you are working on the things that will actually get you the results you want, help you offload work that you don't need to be doing. If you're not a graphic designer, if you're not a web designer, if you're not a salesperson, if you're not a copywriter, you can connect with other people who are or know somebody who is so that you can get the jobs that you don't need to be doing off of your hands, pass them on to somebody else. So you can focus more on what you do best, what I call your money skills, so you can max- maximize your ROI based on your best skills, all of that and more. It's happening inside the Bulletproof Mastermind. You can get all information and get started and join us there by going to work on your game,
work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.